Ash trees are an important part of our Canadian identity. They're a fixture in our urban and rural landscapes, and their wood is used for many common items such as furniture, electric guitars, and hockey sticks. It doesn't get much more Canadian than that. And Indigenous communities have been using ash wood for weaving baskets for generations. But for the past two decades, ash trees have been under attack. A tiny yet formidable foe, the emerald ash borer, has already killed tens of millions of ash trees, and it's going to threaten our trees for the foreseeable future. How can we fight back? By using science. We'll find out how on this episode of Natural Elements. This is Natural Elements, and I'm your host, Lisa Edwards. Natural Elements is a podcast series brought to you by Simply Science, which is Natural Resources Canada's online magazine. We talk to our experts about the work they do and how it relates to the world around us. We'll give you a taste of the topic and let you know where you can find more information. Let's get to today's topic, the emerald ash borer. The war against the effects of this tiny insect is taking place on multiple fronts. One area of importance is conserving ash seeds for future restoration activities. To learn more about this process, we reached out to one of our experts at the National Tree Seed Centre in Fredericton, New Brunswick. So my name is Donnie McBee, and uh, I work for the National Tree Seed Centre of Canada. So our main purpose is to collect, process, test, and store seeds of Canadian tree species and shrubs for conservation and research purposes. So my role is the coordinator, and it's really to foster relationships with other organizations, so Parks Canada, Environment Canada, Indigenous Affairs, but also with provincial forestry services in every province in Canada and territories, with provincial parks, other seed centers. We also work and collaborate with forest industry, indigenous groups, and a lot of the different conservation NGOs and universities across the country. So it really is a, a coordinator trying to bring everyone interested in seed conservation or anyone doing research with seed or needing seed, trying to bring everyone together. As Donnie points out, this battle is an all-hands-on-deck effort. That's because the effects of the emerald ash borer are so significant and are being felt across much of the country. I guess it depends on what part of the country you're in, but emerald ash borer is affecting the ash forest uh, from Ontario right across to Nova Scotia. So again, emerald ash borer came in. It was first seen in Windsor, Ontario in 2002, and it was slowly moving across Ontario and into Quebec. But in the last couple of years, it's made some big jumps all the way to Edmonton, New Brunswick, and then to Fredericton the next year, uh, Bedford, Nova Scotia. So really, the only provinces that are not suffering the effects of emerald ash borer right now or Prince Edward and Newfoundland, but that's coming. Emerald ash borer destroys all ash trees. There's no known resistance in any ash trees at this current time. As time goes on, there's a high chance that we are going to lose, you know, a very high percentage of our ash trees. And these ash trees, a lot of cities, uh, if you're walking through your downtown core and you see a planted tree in most cities, in Canada, and that's all the way from, um, at least from Edmonton right through to St. John, Newfoundland, ash trees have been planted throughout cities. So that's white ash in particular. So cities are really struggling here. I mean, a city the size of Fredericton alone, I mean, there's thousands of ash trees planted along the city streets, which are going to die. So it is a big concern right around the board. 
One approach to fighting off the tenacious emerald ash borer is to collect and store seeds from a wide variety of ash trees to help preserve genetic diversity. These efforts are an essential part of a long-term approach to preserving our ash trees. Here's why. The premise for seed conservation for almost any species is that eventually nature works things out. Again, we're here for a very short time period, but most species have undergone some type of insect disease problem throughout the millennium. So the idea with conservation is that we want to have seeds stored representing the genetic diversity of the species until such a time that nature kind of works itself out, that an equilibrium between the chromatic agent, and in this case it's emerald ash borer, and the species of rich, which in this case is ash trees, again, until things work themselves out. And, and that normally happens, again, as fewer and fewer ash trees exist in a given area, the population of emerald ash borer will decrease and an equilibrium will happen. So when this happens, we want to have the genetic diversity of the species in conservation so that we can go back out and start reestablishing the genetic diversity of the species, I guess, back on the landscape from where it was collected. So that's why it's really important that we collect seed representing geographical and ecological uh, jurisdictions in the country so that we can go back and plant seed from those areas that was collected from those areas back to those areas. Black ash seed collected in the Marguerite Valley of Cape Breton is extremely different from the seed collected from the Ottawa Valley. So we want to have seed collected from each of those regions so we can plant seed from Marguerite Valley back into that region. Seed collected from Fredericton, Brunswick back there and so on across the board. The other aspect is that there's always advances in technologies so in time, um, you know, it's really hopeful that a vaccine might be developed so that we can vaccinate seed and seedlings, rendering them immune to emerald ash borer, and then those seedlings can be planted back on the landscape as well. Until a vaccine is developed, scientists continue to learn more about conserving seeds. Quality is key. Donnie explains how to maximize the long-term viability of seeds. Uh, collecting and storing ash seed is very similar to almost all other seeds. Uh, first of all, junk in, junk out. You need to have high-quality, good seed. Once seed is collected, it has to be cleaned and dried down. So ash seed stores very well if it's dried down between 5 and 7% moisture or below 0.25 ERH, and that's equilibrium relative humidity. It's just a, basically the amount of moisture in the seed compared to the environment surrounding it. But if you dry it down, it can actually be stored at minus 20. And we have collections uh, collected 25 years ago that are still at about 86%. So when they were stored originally, 25 years ago, they were 90% viable. So 90% of the seed germinated into healthy individuals. Well, 25 years later, 86% of those seed are still viable and producing seedlings. So we have other species in storage for over 60 years that are doing the same. We didn't start collecting ash until 25 years ago, so we don't have data going farther back than that. Although ash trees appear to produce seeds every year, not all of those seeds are viable. Black and blue ash only produce viable seed every five to seven years. And that really tricks the public's eye. White ash is every five years. Green ash is almost every year. But a lot of black ash or white ash 
you'll look at a tree every year and it'll have seed and you'll think, oh, it's healthy seed. But basically what happens is a female tree and ash trees have male and female trees. A female tree will produce flowers. They don't get pollinated by a male tree. They still form the seed, but there's nothing in it. It's just an empty seed that was never pollinated. So it looks very healthy up on the tree until all of a sudden in mid-August, when the weather gets hot, everyone sees seed going brown and they go, oh, they're ripening early, but really there's nothing in them and they fall off the tree. For black ash, it grows in a very harsh environment. It's very swampy, kind of wet. So the reason it only produces seed every five to seven years is because it takes that long for it to gain the energy and the nutrients needed to produce viable, healthy seed. A lot of resource goes into making seed. Collecting seeds from a wide variety of trees is a good idea for many reasons. Genetic diversity is vitally important. There are different species of ash trees, and each of them are important for different reasons. Most people have heard about black ash. It's very uh, important to our First Nations communities. It's a lot of cultural significance. It's used in a lot of arts, uh, basket making and weaving and different things like that. So everybody's very familiar with it. White ash, everyone is familiar with it because it's your city streets. That's what cities plant all along their streets. Green ash, not many people know about it because it exists on riverbanks and in wet areas. But ecologically, green ash is probably the most important because it's what's holding our riverbanks together, our floodplains together in many places. It's not as pretty a tree. Uh, it's very branchy, so cities don't like it. It's pretty messy, again, because it produces seed every year. So if you've got trees dropping hundreds of thousands of seed on your city streets every year, it, it's a mess. So that's another reason why they don't like to plant it. If you're interested, you can get involved and help conserve our ash trees. Donnie tells us how. So the first thing that any willing collaborator can do is to become informed. Again, seed collecting is all about collecting from the best situated trees, from the best locations, and at the right time. So junk in, junk out. For people just to go out and collect, start collecting seed, that doesn't really help us out unless we know it's good quality. So the first thing the person can do is they see ash trees in seed. And again, we only collect from natural stands, so not from city streets, not from city parks, not from your front lawn that someone planted, because we have no idea where that seed came from. We want natural populations. But if they have that, what they want to do is go type in National Tree Seed Center of Canada. They'll find our webpage. Uh, there's a tab with ash conservation. If they hit that, they'll see links that will tell them how to identify ash trees and the different ash trees, where they're going to find them, when to collect seed, how to tell if the seed is of good quality. And if they do all this and the seed is of good quality, if they can't make collections themselves, they can always call us, contact us, and we'll do our best to coordinate with our collaborators to make sure someone gets out there to, to make those collections. There's also maps that were just produced today, updated maps, that will highlight where the priority areas are in Canada for each species for collecting. So these are areas that we currently have nothing in our conservation collection for, and we're, we're really hoping to get them this year. To learn more about the Emerald Ash Borer or the National Tree Seed Centre, check out the links in the episode description. Don't miss future episodes of Natural Elements or its sister podcast, Ask Anarchan. Subscribe to the Simply Science podcast channel. 
And to learn more about the fascinating scientific work that we do at Natural Resources Canada, check out our Simply Science website for in-depth articles and also our Simply Science YouTube channel to see our experts at work. You can find the links in the episode description as well. Thank you everyone for listening. We'll see you next month with a brand new episode.